This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Guys, welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We are back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe with another uh, movie that's going to be uh, slinging all over the place today. Um, you know, maybe giving a little bit of a fan service uh, hand job to some people. You know, to me, to me too. I to mean, me. To honestly, yeah. I, I enjoyed this one also. This, this, this. You know that that level of fan service works on me also because. Mm -hmm. it broke into what I wanted to see. It opened up the doors for some stuff coming up that we might actually talk about this here in a second. Um, but, but, uh, but what's new guys. Well, I'll start. What's new with me is you guys know months, you know, five months ago I had knee surgery. What? It's been like a long <laughs> haul back to, but, but I've noticed what's happened over those five months is I've gotten a little too heavy. I put uh -huh. on a little too much weight, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in the midst of, uh, breaking some bad habits, eating clean, got to get the six pack, uh, going. So yeah, I know what you mean, but, but you know, a keg satisfies more people than a six pack. That's true. That's true. But yeah, man, the biggest thing for me is sugar. I got to stop eating sugar and, uh, I'm only like a week into that process and it's psychologically kind of fucky. Like it's it yeah. it feels like what I would imagine coming off a hard drug feels like. Yep. Where you're yeah. like fucking moody all the time and just fucking feel terrible. Like get the sugar shakes and shit. Like it's 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 awful. Um, I but got the sugars. I got <laughs> the, the sugars, baby. The sugars. Get the sugar. Get them sweet treats. Yeah. Bro, I <laughs> I fuck. I know how addicted to it I am. Like there's no denying it. And there'd be times driving where like in lieu of getting a real meal, I'd be like, I ah, just go to circle K and get a couple candy bars. That's All right. Fine. Quick question. What's your go-to candy bar to skip a meal? Cause I have the same one every time. Well, the problem is they've fucked it out. So it's not like back in the day where it's like you have your choice between Snickers, baby Ruth, Reese's yep. peanut butter cups. I just want to see if you say the has... same one as me. Cause I think you're about to, if, if what you're saying with that word you just said, I think you might be saying the same one as me. It maybe, but Reese's has too many fucking options, dude. There's like ah. 40 different kind of Reese's candies. But the there's candy only out. one for a meal replacement. I don't know. There's a peanut butter cup that's the size of a mm. fucking baby's fist. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> no. that's, that's, that's not a, that's not a, it's, it's a got sad. potato chips inside of it, Joe. I've seen that one. I'm like, I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is, <laughs> this, this sounds is like I've got an idea for some art. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, just yeah. wrong. <laughs> This is the Jetsons like future we all imagined, but there's no flying cars. <laughs> there's just a bunch of fucking shitty junk food. Um, I don't know. They're all fine. Like it's it's really not about which one for me. It's just about like that sugar, that endorphin. Well, brush, for me, you know? it's the fucking Reese's fast break. 
Sure. That's Fuck my you know. go-to. If I if I'm, I will get a, a Monster Juice, the Aussie Lemonade, and a Reese's Fast Break, and I'll be fucking set. Yeah. I can't I can't do that anymore, man. You I eat gotta... off-brand Reese's? Yes, Reese's. Yes. No, I, I, did Reese's. I stutter? It's the off-brand shit. That's like yeah, the, yeah. the Walmart stuff. Okay. Reese's feces. Yes. Don't yeah. Know. yeah. Feces, pieces. Feces, pieces. Exactly. Oh. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, I'm on that sort of... Uh, goal that sort of path is to kick the sugar eat more veggies do a little more exercise and, and get back down to uh my fight and weight so that's going good i feel good i feel better Excellent. um hey eric i got an idea of some art can you make me um bowser from super mario Brothers singing jesus <laughs> jesus <laughs> no and you know what was that the most Inside fucked baseball, up art? that's worse than i yeah. could make <laughs> That, that it, it made me a little mad. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I, I can hate, tell. I hate. I like can that. fucking tell that angered mm. you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that it. Yeah. Or tangenting, but Joe sent a very real picture of like a, what I'm assuming is a pre-K or it kindergarten. It looked like a youth group, like a church youth group. Yeah. 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 I have experience with those, like vacation Bible school or some shit like that. Yeah, it's like the the heavy indoctrination shit, you know. But there's pizza. There's pizza. Yeah. That's how you get the kids. Ah, so yeah, that's that's what's new with me. Um tomorrow night we're going to see that Ramones cover band. I was telling you guys about the Maroons and opening for them is a Green Day cover band called The American Idiots. Oh wow. Which, uh, I feel like they could have come up. I, I was hoping it was like Yeah, that was like Green Day sp- spelled day was spelled D-A-E, and they were like a Celtic rock band. That's and then they see- and then they did a cover of Somewhere Out There by Five like from the Five movie. <laughs> and like, and while that's happening, uh, Troy and Abed are trying to chase a rat through the school, what? and it runs yeah. up Troy's pants. Yeah, what the fuck? You yeah. never heard You're... that? Like that episode of Community? Oh, I'm sure I did. The I've dean, seen them all, but I don't. Well, remember. Well, the dean it. promises Green Day's coming to play at the school, and everyone gets excited, and then they oh get to the end, God. and they realize it's like a Celtic rock band called Green Day, D A E. Um, and that's it's also the episode good. where I do remember where that. Abed's got and Troy and Abed have the mouse for their class, but Abed or Troy's like deathly fucking frightened of mouses. Yes, and it's the I episode do. where um, Pierce and Shirley are coming up with the idea for Shirley sandwiches. Um, yes, and at the end of it, it all culminates into all the storylines coming together while the band sings somewhere out there <laughs> if love can see us through. And like, <laughs> no, while see, I the, was the fucking mouse. I was, I was shocked by not shocked, but I was impressed because I thought you were coming up with all this. <laughs> no, I mean this yeah, episode yeah. of community. It's like fucking how brilliant like, the show wow. is. Yeah. Um I have to revisit that show. But yeah, man, that's that's basically it. I will mention real quick, this has to do with today's episode. My son's birthday was this month, and one of the things he asked for was this legit like web shooter, like this fucking I Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so you know, we ordered it for him. Wait till he, he never... realizes the he can make his own. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> we this still got a few mixed. years for that. <laughs> a little bit of a foreshadow for this movie. <laughs> Best Peter Parker joke. I could not believe. And well, I digress. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But so yeah, we got it for him, and uh, you never know what you're gonna get with like this sort of Chinese garbage that you could order over the internet. Yeah, yeah. This is legit, dude. Like this thing, I'll, I'll post it in Masters, the Facebook group. It's it's like motorized. Like you can shoot a web line with a magnet and a suction cup and it goes like 10, 15 feet. Like, that's pretty fucking dope. Wow. Where was this when I was a kid? So yeah, right. that was exciting. And that's what's new with me. 
Cool. Well, with me, first off, my go-to is old school Snickers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, can't go wrong. Replace a meal with a candy bar at Snickers. Hungry? Why wait? Because it's got, it's got heft. It's got weight. <laughs> Do you like yeah, it with it veins too? Yeah. <laughs> Without veins. <laughs> Very vascular candy bar. The, the, va- exactly. the veiny Snickers. I like the veiny Snickers. It has to have that dripping nougat. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So, so. I just wanted to answer that question. Um, I've been looking for shit to watch and I took Joe's recommendation and I'm, I'm into the first season of uh, welcome to Wrexham. Ah, nice. so good. And it's, uh, it's really good. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so we'll, I mean, cause the new season comes out the 12th of September. Nice. So um, I want to finish it. Well, I don't know if I will. And it makes I'm, you realize how much more like, you you like Rob McElhenney? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, he's like, I wanted to get into this, but I only have TV money. I need somebody <laughs> with movie money. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute, nope. I needed somebody with superhero movie money. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I needed someone with superhero money, movie money, that also has alcohol money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See Ryan Reynolds just sipping a drink. Exactly. And I so, love how, no. like, they always, like, talk about how, like, popular and handsome Ryan Reynolds is and how nobody knows who Rob McElhinney is. <laughs> I know. I know. Exactly. Exactly. But Rob's so, the one who cares, like, super much more. Yes. Yes, he does. He does. Um, so there's that. And if you haven't heard, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. I'm springing this trip on everybody. Uh, we are officially at the at the one-week countdown. So, um you know, I'm, we're, we're getting giddy over here. <laughs> you know, we upgraded our seats to move to the front of the plane. So if we crash, we definitely die, which is cool. Yeah. 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 Gotta, yeah I don't want to not die if I'm going to crash. In a plane. Yeah. I mean, who wants to No, like- We just want to get out of the, out of the flying bus uh, quicker when we land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all. So we're up front. Um, it's but, funny, there's like a company that doesn't even fuck around like we're Airbus like we don't even fuck around with what we are <laughs> no that exactly that's what they do that's what yeah. they do but yeah we're flying spirit which uh, we've never had a problem with spirit I know a lot of people do yep um, but most of the people I complain known about for uh, Halloween costumes and flights yes exactly but I love the people who complain about well they charge you for everything they charge me for my bags they charge me for my seat well if you didn't know that going in you dumb fuck yeah. Okay, you deserve to be charged double for those things because they're pretty, pretty fucking plain and obvious about it right up front. Yeah. They charge you for everything. You want a fucking peanut, you pay by the peanut. Yeah. Okay. But you know it going in. If you don't, you're a, an oblivious asshole and you deserve to pay. You well, yeah, that was like extra. when my son went on his trip, like he went Frontier and like the tickets are like 20 bucks round trip. I'm like, fuck right. yeah. And then it's like $150 to take one bag. Exactly. And I'm like, but, motherfucker, you need to carry everything you need in your fucking little I'll tell you what, bag. Even even airlines like Delta are doing it now. Delta's got basic economy, which doesn't even it doesn't you can't buy seats. You get a random seat when you check in. Yeah. And you can't you can't you can't even buy a fucking bag, like let alone get one to take with you. So, you know, they're all doing it. But anyway, so yeah, a week to Vegas. So that's all I'll be talking about. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was looking because uh, I've been kind of big on the Wolfpack lately. I've been watching all their live shows online. I don't know why. I yep. Honestly, like I like the live shows better than their actual like albums. I like their albums too, but the like the live versions are so much better. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. 
Yeah, so uh, they're playing in only one place this entire year, and it's in New York City at the middle of November. Where in the city? It's in Let's Brooklyn say. somewhere. Some oh, okay. avant garde or something like that. Oh, mm. all right. Yeah, I'm not that up on the new hipster venues in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, but so. um, I was like, fuck, I can go kill two birds, maybe see Doug and see Wolfpack. I'm like, there you go. And I'll buy Doug a ticket to the concert if he comes and shows me around New York City. Dude, you know I'm there. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do this for real or not, but if I do. I know that. But if you do, I'll yep. listen. As long as I'm not doing anything, I'm I'm yours, buddy. And, and here's what I'm going to do, Doug. Yeah. Before I come there, I'm going to pack a fucking flat rate uh, large box with our fucking luggage and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then beat the fucking fees on the flight. There you go. That's all you got to do. Just pile up some clothes in a box. Yep. And then on the, uh, I'll send you back with the return label so you can fucking ship it all back. Right. There you go. Not a problem. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you do. That's how you beat the fucking uh, big airlines. Yes, exactly. Um, no, but like, I, I fucking love that band, man. They're so good. Yeah. Like, I just, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like funk, soul, jazz. Yeah. It's hard to, you can't put a label on them. You really can't. Yeah, and they're just so much fun. Like I've watched that Madison Square Garden like live show like eight times. Yeah, yep. Um, and just the versatility of the band, like they can all jump from instrument to instrument. They have multiple singers. Uh, Joe Dart's just a beast on fucking bass. Like it's frightening how good he is. Yeah, he really is. So like, not not butt rock then. No, if, you, if you're definitely trying to... not butt rock. Although they Anything do have a song called Back Pocket. <laughs> no, adjacent. Which is but adjacent. But adjacent, but uh, no, yeah. definitely not not a uh, big old tiny dog roll, uh, butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for learning to not change your name in the chat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It only took a couple of lessons, but yeah. you got it. Uh, <laughs> fucking Andrew. <laughs> uh, so I love you, Andrew. We are though, um, you know, here for a reason today. We're not here to just talk about what's new with us, but we are here to. Uh, take a dive back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and um, we're going to go uh, on a little trip you know we, we went to homecoming dance and stayed home we took a European vacation and met a guy we thought was our friend and was going to be a superhero but turned out to be a real fucking dick well that real fucking dick now has given us really just like no other option and no way out and now that we know who we are we really have just absolutely no way. Wow. I uh, hit the hit the post. I've been Jesus trying to Christ. hit the post pretty good. I, I mean, I, I could have gone a, like an extra word or two, but I just I wonder dun 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 at the very end. Very nice. I got chills. I got fucking chills. So yeah, we're doing Spider Man No Way Home today, which is um, you know, I've made no fucking um attempt to hide how I feel about Spider Man movies before. Um, like it's just they, you know, I don't like kid movies, and like I felt like so far of the MCU movies, the Spider-Man movies have been like the kid kid movies. Um, what's funny though is I did like the old Spider-Man movies because they were more adult and kid. Because it was a thirty-five-year-old man exactly. pretending yeah. to be in high school. Well, yeah. look, Andrew Garfield was my was the, my favorite of all the Spider-Mans, by the way. Uh, but um, this movie finally gets to that maturity level that I was looking for in the Spider-Man movie, as well as like, you know, bring some other shit. I like, like Dr. Strange into the fold. And, uh, we'll get into like a little bit of 
the fucking surprises if you didn't know how to de- decipher a movie poster that was been ed- highly edited <laughs> that were in this movie. But uh, this is a cool fucking like concept of a movie. Oh yeah, Dude, I'll tell you straight up, I fucking adore this movie, and this movie breaks me apart emotionally. Like oh. this, I can't get through this movie. I've seen it a bunch of times multiple multiple times it just fucking destroys me yep i'm with you um, buddy. yeah you just, we're, we're brothers in arms here man like this yeah. who this is I a will journey say for the me. first time i watched this movie i did have a couple tear tear terry scenes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but only the first time there's one yeah. scene in this movie if it didn't make you cry a little or at least missed up i have to question whether you're alive or not there's one scene <laughs> that really got me and um, okay i wonder if it's the same one you're talking about uh, we'll have to see we'll have yeah to see. it's towards the end of the movie for me okay we're on the right track i okay. think i if i had to guess i'm confident but yeah let's just say i fell for it oh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there? Uh, yeah i'm starting to cry now um <laughs> i feel like we just got to jump into this thing man let's do it now to our listeners, if you don't remember how the last Spider-Man movie ended, it's really important that you watch that before you jump into this one. Yeah, someone got outed. Is, yeah, this is one of those like it picks up right where the last one stops. Like 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 it's the next scene. It's really cool. Yeah. So uh J. Jonah Jameson of the Daily Bugle has exposed Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man to the world. I also was- like to think that the Daily Bugle show is on Fox News. <laughs> because <laughs> i got so much alex jones vibes from him i was gonna say it's more like the uh whatever alex news. jones's deal is alex jones or newsmax or yeah 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 or, or fucker carlson <laughs> yes <laughs> uh yeah J. Jonah jameson who you know we saw uh you know reprise his role from the original raimi trilogy yeah. um makes makes an appearance he you know looking a little different but um that's a big get for this for this franchise. Yeah, and instead of a newspaper, it's a fucking blog <laughs> or like a fucking <laughs> like a webcast, a or webcast, whatever the yeah. hell it's called. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he's uh, exposed Peter Parker. He's simultaneously framing him as the individual responsible for Mysterio's death and an alleged mass casualty event in London. Uh, numerous civilians nearby begin to surround him and MJ forcing them to flee from the media and the police. They hide in uh, Peter's apartment and reunite with May and Happy Hogan, who reveal that they have broken up, sadly have broken up. (laughs) Uh, Not long after, the U.S. Department of Damage Control takes them uh, into custody, along with Ned in, uh, you know, in their cool little interrogation scene. Yeah. I now recognize this guy from uh, Succession as well. Oh, yeah. The guy yeah. who's interrogating them. Oh, I'm gonna tell you at the very end of this when we get to it, when I saw who that was, I was like, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to get a picture yeah, yeah, and yeah. send it to you. I'm so happy. I had the same reaction. Um Peter Parker has to hire an attorney, and Jesus Christ on a cross, it's fucking Matt Murdoch. Yep, right? it's, it, it's so actually perfect. the correct Matt Mur- the Charlie uh Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox, Matt Murdoch. Yep. So you show didn't remember Cox. I know. That's why I just wanted to hear it come out of Eric's mouth. (laughs) Or go go into. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Jesus Christ. Good thing we don't have an HR department at Just Surprise Me Network. (laughs) 
That's yeah, true. Yeah. It's, it's probably me. I'm, I'm the just. I'm the fucking <laughs> department. You're, You're the, the HR. HR. I'm the HR guy. guy. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, oh we are screwed. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I'd give you a pink slip, but I don't know how you'll take that. Ooh, I'll take your pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you want some Chipotle? <laughs> okay. Matt Murdock. Amazing to see sort of the TV, the Netflix universe cross into the MCU. Finally, yeah, like finally, it's finally. about fucking time. Yeah, so, I really pissed so Luke Cage didn't show up somewhere though. I'm waiting, dude. I fucking love that character. They all should have showed up at Endgame. Yeah, that would have been cool. They all should have come out of a portal. They didn't have to do anything else with them. They all should have yep. just come out of a portal and stood there ready to go to battle. And they fucking dropped the ball. And when their portal opened, should have went. Yeah, <laughs> with the letter N in the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a really exciting moment in the movie. There were a lot of cheers in the theater when, when he popped up on the screen. Um, so he's representing Peter Parker. We get this really cool daredevil moment where yep. someone throws a brick through their window and Matt catches it, not looking, because, of course, Matt is blind. Really, really fun. Um, he gets the criminal charges against Peter dropped. However, as Parker, Jones, and Leeds return to Midtown High for their senior year, the intense controversy causes them to be rejected from every college they apply to, including MIT. Yeah, um, I was, uh, I'm glad they brought Hannibal Burris back, even though he's the fucking hater. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to see him. I love that he's fully buying the conspiracies, yeah. and he's just like, I know what you're doing, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> his lines are just so funny in this. Mm-hmm. Um, while, you know, J.B. Smoove and Martin Starr are like basically kissing his ass. Yeah, it was all of this was super fun. I, I'll say this about these Spider-Man movies. I know they're sort of younger, you know, and you're following high school kids, but they they nailed the tone with all three of these. Yeah, and then and Flash trying to cash in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a great take on the character. All right, I'll go next. All right, I don't know if you wanted to or you wanted me to. <laughs> no, I'll I'll dive in. All right, uh, Peter visits the New York Sanctum. Uh, to ask Doctor Strange to make the identity of Spider-Man a secret once more to get his friends into MIT. Uh, Despite being warned by Wong, not to Strange attempts to cast the spell with the runes of Kafkal. Which I like Uh, that uh, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme by default. Yeah, I know, exactly, exactly. Um, However, uh, Peter incessantly, or that's not the right word there, but whatever, he alters the spell when requesting various individuals close to him to be exempt from its effects. As a result, the spell becomes unstable, forcing Strange to contain it. Uh, For not consulting with college administrators before meeting with him, uh, Strange furiously kicks Peter out of the sanctum. I don't think that's exactly why he kicked him out of the sanctum, but, you know, (laughs) that might have had something to do with it. Uh, He contacts Flash Thompson, who was admitted to MIT, uh, and Parker's led to the administrator, uh, the MIT administrator, heading back to her school. Uh, she's on the Alexander Hamilton Bridge, uh, stuck in traffic. Uh, he heads to her to uh, in an attempt to appeal uh, his Jones and Leeds applications. Yeah, so like, I like when they're the whole Doctor Strange shit's fun because like you know he's just like what the fuck kid like leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's like the whole thing could have just like deal with your fucking problems. Who cares if people know who you are? It's not the end of the right. world. 
Mm-hmm. I understand the Mysterio shit, but like prove it. Like the the point is, we should have been like prove you like Mysterio was a piece of shit. I'm sure one of those drones recorded what happened. <laughs> you have like yeah, yeah, but you know this this ties into like the long legacy of that character being so concerned about the people around him that he doesn't want him to get hurt. Like that's the whole basis yeah. of the secret identity, and it pays off in the comics because what people find out in the comics, they go after his aunt, they go after his girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. His paranoia is justified. It's New so. York. They're vicious. Yeah. 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 Also, is there like there's gotta be some other way than just to make everyone forget you exist? Like it's weird. But, well, but, but you've, if you've got an in with a guy who does magic spells, that's probably your first thought. This is the part of the Marvel universe that I was so excited for is when these characters can finally fucking go to each other's houses yeah. like they do I in know. the comics. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a magic problem. I got to go see the magic guy. I gotta also, go I like who's like, look, I don't have the fucking uh, time stone anymore right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot that. about we destroyed all those so we wouldn't have a fucking uh, giant terrorist, you know, kill half the population. <laughs> um. Then, uh, then the, um, the Flash is at the party. He's like trying to fucking like, I like that. I don't know. Flash like is killing it in this movie. He like has his book Flashpoint. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Flash. This was a a super different take on the, this character from the jump. Because even in the old movies, like he's just a, a atypical bully. You know, yeah, like yeah. big dumb jock. And yeah, and, and, I like, like also his reward for telling him where the girl, the lady is, is getting web swung to school. <laughs> I know. I know. For how long? For like a month. Time. That's yeah. like I live in a college town, and every time I see this, it makes me laugh. It's when two like giant like jock dudes are riding a scooter together, like one of those like little <laughs> Vespa scooters. And I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> like, not that like it's homophobic or anything. It's just not right to see two giant dudes on a tiny little four horsepower scooter. <laughs> That that engine's working hard, man. Yeah, I was like, you just ride the bus at this point. <laughs> um, anyways, Peter on the bridge now while he's trying to you know plead his case, which actually he's not even fighting for himself. He's only fighting for the two of them. Like he doesn't care about himself. He calls himself dumb, and he's like, I hope MIT's not dumb. And she's like giving him the fucking like, so MIT's dumb. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't fucking talk. I'm Peter Parker. But uh, anyways, um. While this is happening, you start seeing the fucking road burst apart, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then all of a sudden, who do you see? But Dr. Coctopus comes out of the ground, um, you know, and he keeps, like, saying, Peter, Peter, and Peter's like, who the fuck are you? But Hello, if, Peter, yeah, ooh. But he's got his costume on, so, like, you know, you know, Octavio, Otto Octavius can't see uh, that it's him, so uh, he grabs him. And he's throwing them around, throwing cars around. It's a big fucking scene. Concrete barrels are flying all over the place. Um, and while while this is happening, he knocks the the car with the MIT lady off the bridge. Spider Man hooks it up and says, "I'll be right back." Um, and while he's doing this, he gets he gets grabbed by Doctor Octopus, and his uh, Spider Man armor gets ripped off as he goes to like stab him through the chest. And all we see is the fucking nanotechnology now, like crawling all over it as and giving him basically like would you like to connect to bluetooth device bluetooth connected <laughs> and like he now has gained control of dr octopus's tentacles and uh basically just like puts the car back in the bridge and just has his tentacles hold him still while he uh he tries to figure out what the hell you know is going on and uh while this is happening uh the lady's like immediately like all right check it out 
I'm going to put in a good word for you because you saved my life. You're a hero. You're not like this, this bad person. I'll let you and your friends get in here. Don't don't worry about it. And he's like, but let me talk to Dr. Octopus. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she... <laughs> Did she like hit him with her with her purse? Like the classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so sassy. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth mentioning if you're not in the know, Doctor Octopus has nothing to do with these fucking MCU movies. This is Doctor Octopus from the first yeah. trilogy, first Spider-Man trilogy uh, with Tobey Maguire. What's his name again that plays him? Um, uh, and Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Yeah. He like so you're like wow this is like the actual Doctor Octopus from the original yeah. Spider-Man yep. movies. <laughs> I want to say 2006 or seven. It was uh, early. It might even be earlier than that. Might be like One two, of the best oh superhero oh movies ever made. No, it wouldn't have been that early because I think 03 was the, or 2000, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? A Space Odyssey. Yeah, maybe you're right. But one of the best superhero movies ever made was this fucking Spider-Man 2 picture, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean remember the time remember that it was not an embarrassment of riches yet either too you know i mean maybe at the point when it came out it was one of the yeah. best like i'm not saying it's one of the best but maybe when it came out 2002 <laughs> was spider-man okay fuck i know my shit you know your shit yeah. mostly God it's damn. because i have I, I downloaded everything and i you know meticulously organize and title everything and put dates on it <laughs> curate yeah <laughs> yeah i curate it but yeah it was oh two yeah, when the original sequel, spider-man that sequel holds up man um so it was it was insanely exciting to see this character again and in I always place that liked he, Dr. Octopus as a character. Like he was always one of my favorites growing up. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So uh Green Goblin, because you're not excited enough about seeing Alpha Molina, all of a sudden you get that <laughs> kind of shit. Green Goblin shows up and just as he you see the pumpkin bomb roll onto the concrete. Yep. And it's although it's not know, a pumpkin it, bomb, it's a little green fucking glowing thing. I want to fucking see the little pumpkins. That's true. It would have been nice to see a little, you know, it's a little garish and cartoony, but yeah, it's the yeah. it's the quote unquote pumpkin bomb. Yeah. Cuz I mean in the early 2000s they were still wrestling with like how do we make this thing and and take it uh, you know to the big screen and and serious it up. Like we can't have a fucking tiny pumpkin like that's fucking ridiculous. Although I'm really pissed James Franco wasn't in this. <laughs> are are you though? That was the missing fucking character in this yes. entire movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. He was missing. Franco well, he became he did become the fucking uh, the Green Goblin. Yeah, uh-huh. we don't talk about that. <laughs> no, nope. they could have put Dave Franco in it. I'd be happy to. It would have been better. Um, so yeah, Green Goblin arrives, attempting to attack Spider-Man, but uh, him and Doc Ock are transported into the Sanctum via yep. magic, where Doctor Strange imprisons Doctor Octopus and the fucking lizard from the other yeah. set of Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. The uh, the following uh, two after the first trilogy, he informs Parker that Doc Ock, Lizard, and Green Goblin are not of this universe, but from parallel realities within the multiverse. Were pulled into this reality by the failed spell, since they know Spider-Man's identity in their universe, which is Peter Parker. To contain this spell, Strange locks it in the Machina de Cadavas, a mystical containment unit fuck man yeah this was also it's willem dafoe playing green goblin and also yeah it has to be so at this point I'm, you're like ah i know what's happening here i mean once you, you had the, to decipher once you see the fucking bomb and you hear the laugh it's done you're like oh okay. the laugh is that i mean yeah. that's all it takes that yeah. is that's his laugh definitely 
So. Yeah. But All then, right, like, duh. you have lizards, so you're like, oh, the lizards here also. Right? So, like, they're bringing everyone from Spider-Man. Everybody. Oh, I know. It's very cool. Uh, Peter is recruited to help find and capture these visitors, uh, receiving a magic-based upgrade to his suit. With assistance from Jones and Leeds, uh, Spider-Man locates Electro outside of the city. Uh, startled, he attacks Spider-Man and gains the upper hand, but Sandman intervenes to shield the hero. The two work together to cut the power lines, which fully restores Electro's body. Uh, when he is sent to the Sanctum, Sandman believes Spider-Man killed him, but is also captured before he can retaliate. Elsewhere, Norman Osborn attempts to escape from his Green Goblin persona, breaking his mask before fleeing to a feast facility seeking refuge. Uh, Spider-Man locates Osborn thanks to May and brings him to the Sanctum as well. Um, Osborn, Dr. Octopus, and Electro soon realized that they died and were resurrected by the spell, meaning that if they were to return home, they would perish. Yes, this is all interesting. First of all, we get Jamie Foxx again. Which, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx, I just like him as an actor in general. Like, he's fun always. I mean, I don't think he's a good actor, but I like him. <laughs> what? You don't think he's a good actor? No, he's not a good actor, except uh, for Ray. Except for Ray, he's not. Oh a good actor. yeah, Ray about, was great. What about Ray Jan- was great. What about Django? He was all right. No, he was, he he was, was good. just being Jamie Fox, though. You yeah, know exactly. What I mean? He's a one. He's trick good pony. at being Jamie. Jamie Fox. But that's he's what a one I, trick pony. That's what I want from Jamie Fox is being Jamie uh, Fox. Nah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I listen. I think the guy, and and I love him and everything that he does. But he's not I a great count actor. Two guns, motherfucker. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite movie lines ever I count six bullets why well, count two guns <laughs> so fucking good I want to do that movie we can never do that movie no 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 <laughs> but I want to do can't, that movie because I fucking love it it's so good can't pull any clips from that one man I'll just no. play the 100 Black Coffins Rick Ross song over and over again <laughs> which you're in the fucking like south of, like in that era and Rick Ross comes on you're like what the fuck is going on but I still love it. Um, yep. Uh, and, and I like how, like, uh, he can be subdued by Sandman because sand is not a conductor of electricity. It's a good insulator. Yep. Exactly. 100%. It's a really it fucking cool. cool. It's cool to see him again, too, man. Like, he yeah. doesn't get a lot of credit in this movie, but to have him show up, you know, again, that's Spider-Man 3, not well-loved, but he was one of the best parts of that. But that was all that CG, movie. though, because that Thomas Hayden Church wasn't in this movie. That was all CG. That wasn't even his voice. Oh, he wasn't even I remember. at the, at the I don't end? even. I don't think so. I thought I checked this. I could be wrong, but mm. I thought that he was not. Thomas Hayden Church was no way in this movie. Oh, shit. It was no be, way home. That would be yeah. a fucking bummer, man. I know. So, wait. I'm yeah. trying to remember. Like, So, Spider-Man original one was Green Goblin or Dr. Octopus? Green Goblin. Okay, so Spider-Man 2 was Dr. Octopus. Yep. And Spider-Man 3 was... Was Sandman Sam- and Venom. Venom was in that one? Yeah, it was It was Eric from that 70s show. He was Venom. Oh, fuck, I forgot. That's right. Uh, Topher Grace. Yep. Yes. Because yep. you yeah. had... um, What's his name? Topher? Or Toby. Toby and Topher. <laughs> yeah. And also the... Uh, the son of goblin was in the third one the flying yeah. snowboard yeah. james franco there was too uh, much going on in that um, and then amazing spider-man was uh electro or was it lizard in the first one or was it both L- lizard in the first or wait a second uh, yeah lizard in the first one and then electro in the second one wasn't Which one was rhino i was saying wasn't rhino in one of them 
Rhino Jamadi was in was Rhino, which was a weird part. That was the same one as Sandman, right? No, Rhino was in Amazing Spider-Man Two, but just in the very beginning and the very end. And it's one of my favorite Spider-Man scenes in a movie. Is the last scene of Amazing Spider-Man Two. He's fighting Rhino, and this little kid dressed as Spider-Man stands in the way, like stands between them, like he's going to stand up to the Rhino. Fucking makes me cry. Yeah, I do like that one. Um, and then uh, uh, fucking Eddie Brock Venom, um, the uh, God I can never remember his fucking name. Every time I talk about him, from Taboo and Bane and uh, oh, you talking? You talking? Hardy? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. I don't know why I can never remember movies. his name. Yeah, so Venom. That's my Venom. Yeah, I mean, right, Eddie. <laughs> Let's go. Are a real choice. We're really <laughs> drunk right now. <laughs> Those yeah, those movies are fucking a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about them. Um, also, like everything's an acronym. We got Shield, we got Sword, we got Feast. I'm like, stop with the fucking acronyms already. <laughs> we don't need them. Uh, anyways, moving on. Doctor Strange then explains to Spider-Man that these all are doomed to die because they fought their own Spider-Mans and died. It's not his problem, basically, that they got fucking brought here. Even though it is kind of his problem, they got brought here. But same time. Uh, he intends to use this machina, the deus ex machina, to uh, reverse mm-hmm. the spell and send them back to their fates. And this is for the sake of the greater multiverse, uh, which in the next Marvel movie we do may come back to play. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We may get some madness in that multiverse. A little uh, bit of madness, yeah. Yeah. And some, and some badness. Yeah, so a little bit. But there's also some goodness, too. There's some really goodness no, and some no, really badness. Some very badness. But there's also oh, some a- very goodness. This is gonna be the first episode I fight with Doug on because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed yeah, for that gonna, movie. Look, I know you yeah. this movie gains an entire fucking point when I hear like that's all it needed to get a whole fucking point for me for that movie. Uh, <laughs> it, it didn't budge the needle for me. Ooh, like, I, I instantly got one hard. I got ounce. hard in that happened. Like I'm just saying. Ugh. you know, mm. speaking of that movie, and that the, one scene and is the, gonna get two points just that one fucking scene. Just that one part. <laughs> The Raimi of that movie reminds me of the Raimi of the original Spider-Man movies and the Doc Ock scene, like when he's operating or being operated on, they're trying to get the arms off of him. Yeah. And the arms start to come to life and they start attacking all the fucking surgeons and shit. It's pure like evil dead. Like, oh, it's so good, man. Mm. <laughs> okay, just real quick. So all of the all the footage for Sandman and Lizard was reused from the old movies. Oh, oh man. So they get, get credit. They are they are credited. Resiffins and Thomas Aiden Church are credited. But it was they did not act in this movie. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. I knew oh. there was something fishy with it, but Yeah. Yep. Well I mean they were just CG anyways the entire movie. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there was like two spots where they weren't CG. Yeah, um, and that was reused. Yeah. Yep. So convinced that they can be cured of all their natures and be spared from death, Spider-Man decides to steal the Machina before Strange can use it and starts to flee. I, I like this chasing because it's like you can't get away from Doctor Strange because he'll just fucking glory portal you back over and over again <laughs> um, and use all the magic. I mean, like, yeah, Spider-Man Spider-Man, but Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange. I'm fucking confused these two alone. One of them's like a fucking all-powerful sorcerer and the other's a kid in a fucking costume. <laughs> Yeah, except it gives me the line that I want on a t-shirt. You know what's cooler than magic? Math. Yep. Fucking I was math. getting there. I was getting there. Oh. So I like how he knocks Spider-Man out of his body. And he's like, well, this is really fucking cool. And then like, yes. the, but the spider sense is still keeping the box away from him. 
Yeah, um, dude, that was so. Oh wasn't God. that cool? Yeah, so cool. It's like a lizard fucking tail <laughs> waggling around on the ground. <laughs> um, and so Doctor Strange gives me the, our fucking like nice mirror dimension. I always love a good mirror dimension. Um, I liked Inception because of the mirror dimension. I liked the original Doctor Strange because of it. I even liked you know Multiverse of Madness when they do it because like every time I get a mirror dimension, I'm pretty happy. Um, they go into the Machina, and while he's trying to like you know. Um, tell tell Spider-Man that the stakes of the multiverse rely on these people being sent back. But Spider-Man's like, no, fuck you, man. I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, and he finds a way to use math, basically, to return Earth and leave Doctor Strange there, which is reminiscent of when Loki was falling for 45 minutes. <laughs> yes. um, he then passes the uh, the box to Leeds um and and uh, and mock or no, he gives the sling ring to 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 Ned and gives the machina to, to MJ before um, he releases all the prisoners and says, "You guys need to like stay here because you know I don't want you getting hurt, but I'm gonna go take care of this shit." Yeah, I mean this was perfect characterization. Like Spider Man, if nothing else, is the kid who's always gonna do the right thing. You know what I mean? Um, to a fault, and there's no. Uh, you know, there's no convincing him otherwise. Like this, it doesn't sit right that these people are going to die, regardless of what they've done, and he's going to take matters in his own hands. I fucking love this. Um, he takes them to uh, to Happy's condo, which is great. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Spider Man attempts to figure out cures for these for these villains, these mer- multiversal refugees. <laughs> he starts with Doc Ock. Now, if you know Doc Ock and you saw the movie that he came from, you know his whole deal. Um, most of Spider-Man and his villains deal with like scientific accidents being the cause for their, yep. their you know, insanity or powers or what have you. So Doc Ock, he's got this inhibitor chip that kept the arms from controlling him. And the, the chip, of course, overloaded and, and the arms took over his mind. Um, so Peter uses a Stark Industries fabricator to engineer a replacement inhibitor chip for his tentacles and restore his higher brain function. In addition, Electro has an energy siphon that he's able to cook up, installed into him, which is designed to extract his powers. Um, but before he could do his thing with uh, Norman, with Norman Osborn, uh, the Green Goblin persona takes over his body. It's a very cool... Um, Jekyll and Hyde thing they do yeah. with Norman in this movie the same way they did in the original Spider-Man where he's having conversations with himself in mirrors and shit like it's uh, brilliantly done so Green Goblin takes over and he persuades Electro to take that siphon off before it can take his abilities away because these abilities are everything like we're gods among men and shit uh, he steals an arc reactor and drawing its power blasts Otto out of the building Lizard, Sandman, and Electro escape while Green Goblin attacks Spider-Man, sending him to the ground floor through the other floors. Like, this is yeah. a brutal yes. fucking fight scene. It is just who it it it's it's violent and bloody and relentless. Also, I gotta fucking say, I'm kind of disappointed that there's no sixth fucking member of the Sinister Six at this point. <sighs> That's true. Well, you know, they never call themselves that. But that's what they are. That's also, there's count. no definite Sinister Six is the other thing that really pisses me off. Like, there was never a definite Sinister Six. No. Well, because the uh, Amazing Spider-Man sequel didn't do as well. It was going to lead to that. And if you saw 
the after credits, you got your tease that you were getting the Sinister Six, just never came to fruition. But like even in the comic books, there's no definite Sinister Six. Like it, it's got different like versions of it. Yeah, there's different. I mean, there's there's an original iteration of it, but the the members are always you know yeah it's it's different like, members. It's like just surprise me, you know what yeah. I mean? Also, yeah. Mister Sinister <laughs> should be part of the Sinister Six. <laughs> like I just saying. Mr. Sinister. He should be the leader of the Sinister Six. Nah, get out of here. That's Doc Ock all day long. Come on. I mean, his name is Mr. Sis- Mr. Sinister. Hey, he don't care about Spider-Man. Come on. He's got bigger fish to fry. He wants to, he wants to fight Gambit in his big stick. <laughs> he pretty much does, yeah. He really fucking hates Gambit. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I hate does. him too, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you're just full of shit. Gambit's the best. I only know him from the movie. That's the Ooh. only thing I know. Yeah, but you, is it, you need to watch them in the cartoons because the cartoons are it, awesome. No, I didn't watch the cartoons. But you should. You know, th- those are very adult cartoons, by the way. They're not like kitty cartoons know, at all. But, oh, yeah. God. This is just like getting dug on his Spotify to listen to a bunch of fucking hip hop. And exactly. he doesn't know what's good for him. He's just going to nod and tell you. Yeah. I'm there's one going. thing I know it's what's good for me. <laughs> there you go. I don't know much. But you know what's good for you. And it's I not cartoons. I don't know much. But I know what's good for me. And that so, may be all I need to know. That was my Aaron Neville. Oof. Nice. It's all actually right, not so, that bad. It's, it's close. It's close. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. So this fight scene is fucking brutal. Um goes on for a while and my man's you know, Pete, Peter gets smashed down to the ground floor. May's in the apartment, by the way. She's like, you know, she's trying her damnedest to survive this situation. She grabs the antidote that Peter was cooking up for uh, the Green Goblin, runs outside, and when she gets down there to where the fight is is landed, she's able to inject the antidote into the Green Goblin. But it doesn't fucking work. So he hits May with his goblin glider. It's on autopilot. <laughs> hey, my think. goblin glider. <laughs> and it hits her hard. Hits also, her why did we get the other Aunt Mays coming across? <laughs> that, would, oh, that would have been a great. They came well, out of the woodwork. Did they ever know who Peter was? Of in course, the movies? They know who Peter no. Parker is. They didn't. Not in the movies. It they don't know that he's Spider Man. No, but it doesn't why... he, the spell doesn't say who knows who Spider Man is, is no one remember who Peter Parker is. No, it's that no one will remember, no, remember that, that Peter, Peter Parker, Parker is Spider Man. They don't they do they that don't one, know but that he is, they don't need later. to be pulled over. Yeah. So no, no more maze. But this one gets hit hard, hard, hard. Um Green Goblin tosses two pumpkin bombs, which Spider Man fails to block and explodes in their proximity. Spider-Man manages to locate May in the rubble after Green Goblin gets away. Unaware that she had been gravely injured, uh, May tells her nephew not to give up helping others despite all odds and tells him that with great power come... Well, they typed it wrong. That with great power must come great responsibility. We never got to see this version of Peter Parker's origin. We never got to see his uncle Ben. We never got, you know, right. they figured you've seen it enough. He doesn't know. even get bit with a fucking spider. <laughs> we don't get to see the spider. We don't get to see none of that shit. So we make the assumption as Spider-Man fans or as viewers that, oh yeah, his uncle died and told him great power, great responsibility to just like all the other ones. No, his fucking aunt tells him that shit. 
and it was a wonderful surprise and even me as a huge spider-man fan was not expecting that um it fucking this scene guts me. oh it was i was weeping openly in the <sighs> theater it was horrible i could get quivery just thinking about this yeah. shit. um as officers surround them spider-man tries to save may to no avail she dies in front of him my man doesn't he get hit with like a a, a round in the shoulder and he just kind of takes it like he's in so much yes agony oh my god it's it's a it's a hard scene happy arrives on the scene and even happy who's your comic relief in this movie has has such a moment here yep where he's trying to you know basically distract the police and he yells like peter run like oh my god fuck um so peter gets out of there jesus christ that scene so i know that's not the scene that made you cry joe but it no. had to make you feel something oh maybe i like the first watch i told you i cried a couple of times the first time okay, okay. but that might have been i don't know if i cried cried but i was definitely upset but there's one that like really got me teary-eyed yeah i know which one it is i mean yeah because it was yeah it was fucking because it was redemption i think i would cry because yeah. it was the redemption of the not even like the sadness but like the fact that you got redemption that's what like the happy yeah. made me cry not My this happy he sold that moment we'll get there but yeah. holy shit all right uh, who, to, who's next me grief stricken spider-man flees his guilt worsening with jameson's gaslighting coverage of the attack uh growing worrisome after spider-man silence mj prepares to activate the machina but ned manages to open a portal with the sling ring by accident i love that too that i really hope we find out at it. one point that ned's dad is wrong <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> He was a, he was a, he was flying Lucy Goosey. Yeah, because yeah, we don't see we don't see Ned's dad ever <laughs> like, setting up a, setting up illegal fights and just banging anything that moved. I, I really hope that we find out one day that Wong is Ned's dad. I love it. Uh, attempting to find Spider Man, they see what seems to be their Spider Man on the other side of the portal, calling him over. However, they soon realize that this Spider Man is not theirs, but rather one from another universe that previously fought the Lizard and Electro. Um, Ned tries again, but summons yet another alternate Peter Parker who previously fought the Green Goblin and Doc Ock and the Sandman. The group finally manages to find their Spider-Man alone at the top of Midtown. At the top of Midtown. That's a dumb. Where, where did, like, that's <laughs> I supposed to say Midtown High. I want to smack the guy who wrote this shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. And attempt to console him about May, but he's too distraught about his mistakes to even care. Before he can use the Machina to send the multiversal, multiversal travelers home, the other two Parkers begin sharing their own personal experiences of loss and bitterness to help him cope and realize that he's not alone. Mm. Yeah, this so, is that scene where we get like the, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Dude, yep. the tears just kept flowing, man. Like, yes, it, they handled it all so well. The AG of, comes in first, being a boss. Being a boss. Climbing yeah. across the roof and shit. You get the levity of, of his scene, which I really liked. You know, he's he's getting the dust for the the, yeah. the abuela and shit. Man, when to when Toby shows up, like it just did something to me. Um, you know, that move that first movie came out when I was a sophomore in high school. I saw it at a midnight premiere and it, it just like meant the absolute world to me. So to see him show up again looking a little older and, and stuff, like oh it it crushed me. And talk about a redemption story. This is Toby, Toby McGuire's redemption story because he's been persona non grata in Hollywood for a long time. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he is, a, or was, He's a, a dick. giant douchebag. He's he looked, a dick. You can wow. see by looking at him. <laughs> he yeah, was he, a giant douchebag. It, Talk it's about a somebody credit. who let Hollywood go to their head. Oh, my God, yeah. You know? That's how you know he's a good actor because he comes across as so earnest right? and kind, you know? Exactly. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's really that way, but my God, he fakes it well. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. But yeah, those, those, you know, the return of your two prior Spider Men were, were great. And the scene where they're on, on top of Midtown High and they're talking to Peter. Yeah. After he lost his aunt. And, you know, all of that just kills me like they're just talking about their their loss and how they understand and you know yes. it's, oh yeah they're, they're, you know what it is that that makes it really cool is they're teenagers who have gone through way more than teenagers need to you know should go through yeah and they're handling it like better than a lot of adults yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. handle shit like that and it's impressive the way they the like, way they pulled it off he's like mary know? jane she's like no michelle jones <laughs> yeah like oh, close enough. Yeah, and then the other like, Spider-Man didn't even have an MJ. He had a uh, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Oh. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I like. Uh, yeah. Calm down. I do love that he talked about after Gwen died, like he lost his way and he stopped pulling his punches. Like this yeah. is a darker Spider-Man than you're used to seeing. Yes. Very very cool stuff, man. Fuck. I love this movie, Joe. I love this movie. Did we get to the line already? I think it was earlier. Oh no, maybe no. It's still coming up. Okay, never mind. Because uh, it's one of my favorite lines in this movie. <laughs> um, because we just got Andrew Garfield, so it couldn't have happened yet. But it's between Jamie Fox and Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and then it's like Donald Glover. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, <laughs> please. Uh, so um, a, a now more um, you know, cheered up Spider-Man uh decides what he needs to do. We get like this scene that I actually really like the scene where they're in the high school, like fucking chemistry lab. They're going to heal the villains. Um, the Parkers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also wanted the meme where they're all pointing at each other. All the Spider-Man's are pointing at each other. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're in there trying to uh, create a cure for the villains um, between the three of them. They're all pretty fucking smart. They can, they can kind of work this out. Um, you know, Osborne's Parker engineers, a, uh, uh, anti-serum for Green Goblin. The Electro's Parker recreates the lizard antidote and tried to bring him back to normal. Uh, Spider-Man prepares the cures for CMA and Electro. And, uh, you know, my favorite part of this whole scene is when they discover, like, that uh, Toby has natural webs. <laughs> where, where do the webs come from? <laughs> they shoot out of your dick. <laughs> it's the best fucking joke <laughs> Eric, how does it actually go? Because I can't remember it. I'm sure you remember it better than me. Um, so in that scene, he's like, I gotta ask you, man, like the webs, like how do, it's basically just like how does that work? You know, like and and he's sort of perplexed. He's like, Oh, you guys don't have this? Like, no. <laughs> it's just a cute little moment. It's it's a there's a dick joke in there though. There is there's a does it just come out of your wrists? Yeah, something like that. Or does it come anywhere? Come out of anywhere else? It's like, no, just the wrists. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, it was cool. It was a little bit of fan service because that was such a huge change to the character for that movie. So yeah. Um, and and to backtrack a little bit, fucking Ned Leeds. Do you know who Ned Leeds is? In, is in the comic books? No. He is a villain called the Hobgoblin. Oh, he is. Oh, really? Yeah. So so from the jump with these movies, when you saw his friend was Ned Leeds, it's like, oh, dude, he's going to become 
a villain at some point like this is not a coincidence that it's ned leeds so this was such a curveball to have him actually just be like a magic you know yeah. user i also don't really remember but if they didn't do this he'd be pissed ned should have been at the fucking uh stand for the fucking uh, doctor multiverse of madness like when they're on top of the building they're trying to stop fucking uh, wanda from coming he should have oh, yeah. because he should have been in training as a wizard yeah yeah he should have been up there in some fucking in some Reeboks and shit like oh. yeah like just <laughs> <laughs> spinning his fucking little... i can't do it i can't do it yeah uh, and wong's like a disappointed dad <laughs> So Spider-Man calls into the Daily Bugle to uh, to broadcast the message. I was gonna make it. I the last line. First of all, I was gonna make a joke, oh, and second of all, oh, I didn't get my last line out. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I stepped on your last line. It's okay. First, the joke was Wong looks at him and goes, "The best part of you ran down your mom's leg." Oh Jesus! <laughs> my God! And then the, the 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 actual last line was. Uh, Ned brings him to the Statue of Liberty, which has a fucking giant Captain America shield on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, via portal, all, and then him and Jones, you know, remain in the lab. Now you can read. I'm. <laughs> I just want to make. I just want to make my cum joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I stepped on your cum joke. Um, <clears throat> Spider-Man calls into the Daily Bugle to broadcast a message using the Machina as a lure while announcing his presence to Lizard Electro and Sandman. They arrive and attack the three Spider-Men on the scaffolding. The web-slingers are unable to coordinate effectively because they're used to working alone. So there's a lot of miscommunication happening. Gotta say, it's fucking amazing to see three Spider-Men fighting at the oh, same yeah. time. So cool. Um, this leads them to be easily overpowered by their enemies because they're just not on the same page. Grouping up, Spider-Man, the one our MCU Spider-Man, assumes command of the trio due to his experience as part of the Avengers... And the three adopt code names. He's Peter One, and Toby is Peter Two, and Andrew Garfield is Peter Three. They decide to engage and cure one enemy at a time with Sandman first. After restraining Lizard, Peter Three retrieves Sandman's cure and passes the device to Peter One, who then delivers the cure to Peter Two, allowing Marco, who now we know was not even in this fucking movie, <laughs> to be neutralized. <laughs> yeah. So it's a cool fight scene. And this is the one where the oh, the Brazilian fucking uh, poster like gave it away. What was going yeah, on? Yeah, they that that trailer. They it was a trailer. Out. Yeah, yeah, he was like kicking nothing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, that nothing looks kind of like a. Uh... Or no, it was the lizard was getting getting kicked and there was nothing there. You're like, there's definitely a Spider Man there that they right. You know. Yeah. All right, the three Spider-Man attempt to take the arc reactor from Electro, but he proves to be too much of a match for them due to his increased power from the energy source. Lizard breaks free and attacks uh, MJ and Ned in the lab, forcing Peter One to leave and fight him. With the help of uh, Ned and his sling ring, Peter One forces Lizard to break open a bottle containing the antidote, which reverts him back to his human form, Kurt Connors. Uh, Ned accidentally summons Strange to the battlefield, who, upon seeing Connors, realizes Peter One's pacifist plan is working. Strange grabs back the Machina and his sling ring from Ned. Peter Two and Peter Three are overpowered by Electro until Octavius arrives to extract the arc reactor himself and render him powerless uh, with the finished neutralizer. Peter Three reconciles with Dylan, while Peter Two warmly reunites with Octavius. Oh, I fucking love this, man. Yeah. 
there's a little throwaway line where Otto asks Peter how he is, and he's he he replies, uh, "Just trying to do better." And it was a reference to the, the dialogue in that second movie. Um, yeah, take. Oh, I'm getting all emotional, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, go into the just surprise me chat because uh, you know they're being. Oh, uh, oh no! You know, um, t- t- tiny dog Raw had asked us if we were uh, like recording tonight, so I sent a picture of us recording, and then I realized that somebody changed Elod's name from what it was supposed to be <laughs> to something else, so I had to change it to something else because I'm not gonna let him get away with that. No, no, you know who you are. <laughs> um, Will tells you every episode. Um, I missed the entire paragraph. I was dealing with that shit. <laughs> So, uh, but maybe he's finally tired of the slight, Joe. Yeah. Oh, no, no, but I didn't like what they called him anyways. I, I, I made it better. I didn't call him that again. I called him something different. Um, so what did I, what did I miss? <laughs> they fixed so while, uh, some people. <laughs> some while people you were fixed. gone, they fixed some people, and there was a, a beautiful reunion between Otto and Peter, and it made oh, me right. cry. It made me cry a little bit. Did we miss the part where fucking Jamie Foxx said my favorite line of this movie? Uh, it's it's around here for sure. It's got to be in this part because it's, I don't yeah. like it's not in the next part because the next part is a uh, Green Goblin. Um, let me see. yeah, so yeah, Electro. I don't know. All I know is like he looks at Andrew Garfield and he's like, man. You're from the hood, like you're poor. You you, you t- help people. I thought you'd be black, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, yeah. you should have been. It would have been so much better. Um, he's, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Doctor Strange for Miles Morales. I'm not Doctor Strange. Fucking Donald Glover. Donald, Donald Glover for Miles Morales. <clears throat> um, I, I'm so pissed they didn't do that, by the way, because like Donald Glover should have been Black Spider Man. Well, he's too he, old, though. No, yeah, he's not. You- Yes, he is. He's How fucking old is Topher Grace? He's, or he's Toby Maguire old. or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, but they're not doing that anymore. In the current iteration, he's too old. No. Yes, he's no. absolutely mm-hmm. too old. No. Too old. Th- this will make you happy. As he's a, a childish fan. Gambino. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay. The Spider-Man, the whole thing with him and Spider-Man when he was on Community, right? Yeah. Where people were, you know, really into that idea. That inspired the miles morales stuff like that was based on that whole phenomenon yeah he should have been spider-man abed should have been batman fucking end of story <laughs> yeah but they they do give him a nice little role in the most recent spider-verse movie i don't know if you've seen it yet i i yes. <clears throat> i haven't yet but i will um okay. also when i watched the flash movie i really hope abed's batman <laughs> crossing my finger i'm batman that's not going to be the only thing that disappoints you about that movie. No, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, anyways, Peter one, uh, returns to strange as he prepares to use the machina to send everyone home. And all of a sudden fucking the green goblin goblin ambushes the group and takes the machina, but Octavius and strange grab it back. However, green goblin had stuck a pumpkin bomb inside of the object and it detonates and releases the unstable contained spell which tears apart the fabrics of the universe and opens it up to the multiverse um i do like when we start seeing this like there's like people that are in the fucking thing and i could have swore i saw craven the hunter yes you did man yeah you fucking did 
you saw Craven the Hunter. You saw a big ass rhino in there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. But I clearly Ooh. saw Craven standing there. I was like, oh, I was like, I don't yeah. like that. Because he was also one of the multiple Sinister Sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're giving him his own movie, aren't they? Yes. They are. But that's are. that's like Morbius fucking something. Yes. Right? It's not like <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Which is weird because he's already Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, I dig him. Yeah. So um, wasn't he someone else too? No, he was. Well, he had his own movie, which was Kick Ass. Oh, that's right. right. It was Kick Ass. I was the, like, I thought it was in another superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But where was I at here? I completely lost Green Goblin. Oh yeah, the the multiverse fucking opens the fuck up. Uh, also during this blast, Jones falls from the Statue of Liberty. And Peter one goes to rescue her, but he's knocked aside by the green goblin and it gives fucking my boy, Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man, the chance to save her and fucking redeem himself for the night when Stacy died. And this is when I fucking cried because he just looks so fucking like happy. Like he got to do the one Mm -hmm. thing he wanted. Like that's the one thing he fucking regretted in his entire life. That's the thing you made him fucking stop pulling his punches. That's the thing that like ruined him. And he Mm -hmm. got to redeem himself for that by saving her. And that Dude. fucking brought me to tears. I was like, good lord, that was so good. See, that was one of the worst kept secrets in the trailer, so I I knew it was coming. <laughs> so it yeah. sort of dulled it for me, which pissed me off. Yeah. Because when you saw that scene in the trailer, you knew that's what they were going to do. Well, like, it's 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 cool because at first you see fucking uh, Tom Holland and Spider-Man jump down. Right. And you think like, oh, well, he's going to fucking recreate the other Spider-Man scene. But then, like, after about a solid five seconds of falling, he gets knocked out of the picture and then you see him dive and it's like, ah, yeah, I'm with you, man. It, it, it was, it just his reaction. Like he really sells that moment. He immediately starts to cry. Yeah. Oh, that's the one that got me. Yeah. I mean, that's such an important part of like the Spider-Man mythos, the Gwen Stacy death and the guilt. And you know, like it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. He feels like, like he got a chance to make up for like the one fucking regret he had. Yeah, totally. And I like that. That's the kind of shit that gets me. Like, I don't cry about random bullshit, but that's the kind of things that gets me. Mm-hmm. That's why I love this character, dude. These comics were so, like, genre fucking bending and breaking. Like, superheroes never lost, and they never failed and shit. And then you had this comic in the 60s where, like, his girlfriend gets knocked off a bridge, and he tries to save her, and her fucking neck snaps. Like, that was... That's now Superman. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like, you know, when Thor should have gone for the head and it's his fault that now 50% of people have fucking vanished. (laughs) And he just like fucking sits in her fucking room drinking beer and whiskey and getting (laughs) fat because he Mm -hmm. realizes he fucked up. I like when people fucked up and then they realize they fucked up and they get a chance to fix it. Very human stories, these marvels. And he's like, I went for the head. (laughs) That was fucking great. Peter Quill never never fucking owns up to his own fuck up stuff. No, he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> because it's half his fault too. Yeah. And I like that when he's explaining it. I thought the blue button went to the blue suit. No, the blue button goes to the yellow suit. The green button goes to the red suit. The yeah. red button goes to the white. I thought this was pretty fucking self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Peter uh Peter one is now confronting Green Goblin. He's fucking pissed because the you know kill the MA. Um, in Ravaged by Vengeance, he starts to not pull his punch and he's just beating the shit out of him. And he's about to, you know, same way he died the first time, finish him off with the glider. But all of a sudden, Peter 2 stops him. Um, which then leaves him open to getting stabbed by Green Goblin. 
Yeah, and more more tears. More do when yep. fucking Toby stops him from killing him. Oh my god! Like it's just the per. There's so many perfect Spider-Man moments in this movie, and Spider-Man stopping Spider-Man. Yeah, was, was right. one of them. Um, Peter three provides Peter one with the anti serum for the Green Goblin, allowing him to cure Osborne. He notices Peter two's injury, which is luckily for him and us non fatal, and realizes the extent of the damage he had caused. Strange struggles to hold the rifts in the universe together, in which intruders are already preparing to invade this reality. However, Peter One has him enact a new spell, a last-ditch effort to fix everything, and that's to make everyone forget who he is, um, which is heartbreaking because yes. everyone means everyone. You know what I mean? Um, afterwards, Peter One embraces his alternate selves who encourage him to continue on as Spider-Man. Strange repairs the rifts with the new spell and successfully transports Peter 2, Peter 3, Dylan, Octavius, Osborne, Marco, and Connors back to their original universes. Spider-Man embraces Leeds and Jones for a final time, even more tears, while promising to return someday and help them remember who he is. When he has to say goodbye to his fucking friends, it's... uh, again it's 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 part parcel for this character to make the big sacrifices and stuff but they're like his whole world at this point and you really feel that loss uh he then departs as strange unleashes the spell leaving the entire world completely oblivious to parker's existence okay here's where i have a couple things one couldn't he just stay there while the spell was going and as soon as it happened, like, just explain to them, like, what happened since they're standing in this weird-ass thing? They're like, where the fuck are we? And then he's like, look, 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 I just had to make this guy that's floating right there. That's that guy's floating. I had to make him forget who you are because it saved the world. Like, just listen to me. Go with me here. Like, couldn't he just, like, explain it to them right then and, like, you know, save it? But him trying to put exemptions in the spell in the first place caused it to but this isn't an exemption this is just him letting no, the spell is. work it absolutely no, is this is him letting the spell work and then as soon as it works just like it's giving the them the same phone. it's the same thing he's trying to change no, this the is root 50 first dates he's I trying know. to change the, the the root of the spell joe if, if, so, doing that, if someone popped out of your closet right now and was like okay this isn't gonna make any sense to you right now but we know each other really well we have for the like you would not be okay yes like, i would what the fuck is no I, i've seen enough movies that i would just go with it i'd be like <laughs> well, all right, right. But here's just, the thing here's where's the, thing the delorean <laughs> but here's the thing you need to remember about that you can't relate to people within the movies because these people haven't seen all these movies Oh, it's bullshit. Like, Spider-Man's always nope. talking about the, the really old movies he's seen. Like, that's a fucking gimmick in this shit. <laughs> nope. Have you ever seen that really old movie? <laughs> nope. They have not. They're not. They didn't grow up in your universe. So but they have, they have seen, seen movies. And these are like. They've seen movies, but they haven't seen this. So they don't. They won't react the same way to it. Bullshit. They won't. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm, Sorry, Joe. I think he could explain this way. Also, I know. I understand people forget who he is. But did the fucking, like, uh, glasses and the robot fucking machine that Tony Stark gave him forget who he is? Because it's a fucking machine. How does that forget who he is? It works on... It's magic. Technology, too. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not like he went back in the past and deleted Tony Stark from ever knowing him in the past. He just deleted everyone who would have known him right now from knowing him at this point. I guess there's something to that, but, you know... I think I think more pressing is your initial concern. And it's also that thing of like if you 
love somebody right and you have a relationship with them and they're made to forget ever knowing you who's to say that they would feel the same way about you even if you could convince them that you were this person like there's Look, we no already history. got this shit with gamora and fucking peter quill right like there's no fucking history so it changes the entire dynamic of the relationship anyway look just instead of being with mj now he's with ned i mean like it happened with gamora and fucking uh, nebula <laughs> yeah i've never noticed how black your eyes were <laughs> that's the happy ending we all really want <laughs> oh my yes, God. exactly if peter quill ends up with nebula i'm gonna be so fucking happy <laughs> open the, the fucking, fucking car, car. <laughs> yes i mean they're already fighting like a married couple too uh, it's, it's so perfect. It's, it really is perfect. Also, Karen Gillian. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. A few weeks later, it's now the holidays. Peter tries to reconnect with his MIT-bound friends, but after being reminded of MJ's wounds, he decides not to. He visits May's grave to pay his respects and is joined by Happy, who also is now a stranger to him. Contending to carry on with his new life, uh, Parker moves into a new apartment alone and begins studying to earn his GED. Alerted to criminal activity on his phone, he stitches together a simpler suit and resumes his her heroics undisturbed as Spider-Man, honoring May's mantra of community service and responsibility. So what, what happened to his awesome suit? Like, why does he not have that anymore? Because he's now your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, period. He can still That's be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man with a fucking awesome suit. Joe, you can't be. He doesn't have access to any of the Stark tech anymore. Exactly. But he had the suit on when he left. Yeah, but it's all broken and shit. Like oh, he, he can fix that. He, right. he doesn't have the means to fix it. But he's oh, also, bullshit. again, the last line of this poorly written synopsis. Okay. Honoring May's mantra of community service and responsibility. That's what he's doing. He's got to be the neighborhood Spider-Man. He's got to do it his way. Without the resources. Exactly. Which is, which is the soul of this fucking character yep. which and brings me back to the last Spider-Man movie we did and I said who's gonna lead the Avengers now <laughs> not him cause he's nope. got no it's not gonna be Black no Widow it's not gonna no. be Hawkeye it's not gonna be Spider-Man really only leaves us a couple choices Captain Marvel doesn't want that shit she's off fucking her off in the fucking space somewhere uh, Thor doesn't want that shit cause now he's off fucking around in space somewhere so who's left fucking Bruce Banner? That's it. Is that the only fucking Avenger left? <clears throat> well, we got all these new characters. You got all remember. the new we got Avengers. Yeah, but I mean, who's going to lead them? Who's going to lead them? A leader will be. A leader will be decided. I think Bruce Sam, Banner. Sam Wilson is the is the leader, dude. He's exactly, he America. is because he's Captain America. You're absolutely right. Captain America was never the leader of the Avengers. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. A hundred percent. I know. I hate him. <laughs> the heart and soul and the leader, baby. No, Tony Stark was the leader. No. Nah. Yeah. They fought so, shit. So yeah, dude, this when you get this scene of fucking poor in a studio apartment, Peter Parker with the sewing machine and the fucking suit, that's you realize that these three movies were the origin story of Spider-Man. Was that the um was that the uh same apartment from the original Spider-Man? No. Where is my rent? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was the same same apartment. It looks similar. You have rent? Yeah, I don't know, but that would have been that would have been the fucking the gold star like yeah. cameo for, uh, for this movie. So we get to the mid credit scene here. 
Um, and the universe displaced Eddie Brock, played by Tom Hardy, is sitting at a fucking bar with his symbiote and talking to the bartender who is Danny Rojas. <laughs> Danny Rojas. I fucking like lost my shit when I saw that. I was like, I had to take a picture for you guys. I was like, no fucking way is Danny Rojas, the bartender. Um, and they're uh, talking about like, you know, the superhumans and the blip and all this shit. Um, I'm all pondering how to uh, protect this new world. Uh, they're, they're, they're swiftly transported back to the, the Sony universe, which she probably hates. By Doctor Strange's spell. However, part of the symbiote stuff's on the counter, which leads me to believe that maybe Danny Rojas will be the Venom in MCU. <laughs> That's your takeaway? <laughs> how awesome would that be? If he just, like, runs out and he's like, ha! <laughs> like, fucking running around the city, like... <clears throat> uh, I love oh that guy. That, that's, like, my favorite person in Ted Lasso, I think, is Danny Rojas. Oh, he is great. <laughs> I love his interview. He's like, who's your oldest friend? He goes, oh, that's Walter. And he's like... Oh, have you known him for a long time? No, I've known him for like two weeks, but he's like a hundred years old. <laughs> like, best line ever. Uh, so uh, that was Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. There's another after, a post-credit scene, but it's basically just a trailer for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> yeah, literally yes. just a trailer. It's just the trailer, yeah. Yep. And uh, there's only one thing left for us to do today. Uh, you know, we rate these, uh, watch these Marvel movies. We uh, rate them on a different scale. We rate them on our Marvel scale, which is uh, basically them against themselves and not against every movie that ever existed because uh, that wouldn't be fair to them. And we want to find out where they stand in the hierarchy of the universe with which they belong. Just like we, you know, should be rated high in the hierarchy of podcast universe. Um, I don't know if we ever talk about this, but you should go on and fucking rate us. If you're on Apple or whatever, just give us five stars. Um, and if not, leave a good comment or some shit. But yeah, here we go. Okay, boys, we gotta we gotta dive into this thing. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna leave it short and sweet. So, one of my favorite MCU movies, bar none, and without even looking at what we've rated the other ones, I'm gonna give this one a 4.8 out of five. Wow! wow. Nice. Whoa! Nice. Woo! Uh, all right, I'll go. Um, it's my favorite Spider-Man by far. There's not, it's not even a competition. I mean, I love the first one. I did not like the second one very much. And this one made up for it all. Um, absolutely love it. It's top eight, top seven for me in all the Marvel movies. So uh, that puts me at like a 4.5. All right. Nice. Um, this is my favorite of the Spider-Man movies. Um, unlike Doug, though, I like the second one more than I like the first one. Uh, but you guys know I don't really fall high in Spider-Man movies in general. It's just a thing. Um, but I do like that they brought so much of the shit from the previous, like, other universe of Spider-Man movies. I like when things bring shit in from other universes. Which I want to... Before we end this episode here, after, like, this, I want to... After I do my rating, I want to talk about some of the other stuff that's coming up from other universes, which I'm excited about. But, um... For me, it's still not a high-ranked Marvel movie. It's, it's, it's higher than a lot of them, but it's not a high, high one. I will probably go just an even 4.0. That's okay. uh, that's fair. And for a Spider-Man movie to get a 4.0 out of 5 from you, it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a good movie. And I do like a lot of what they did in the movie. It's just, it's never going to be my cup of tea. Well, yep. there it um, is. Also, 
So let's talk about multiverse now. Like Deadpool is gonna fucking blow the socks off this shit with all the fucking multiverse things, and I'm so happy that Taron Egerton's gonna be a Wolverine. That's all yeah, I've ever asked for. That? That's all I've ever asked for. Like he should be Wolverine. I think he should be the fucking MCU's Wolverine. I really hope like this cameo gives him the ability to be the Wolverine in the MCU. Yeah, that would be cool, man. I can't think of many people more qualified than him for that role. Um, he just just him fits and it fucking Glenn Danzig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, who else could you picture that would be like that great in a in that role? No, nobody. No, that he's a he's a great choice. He's the perfect stature. He's the perfect fucking action character for it. He's got the fucking right attitude. He just he just fits that character. I want to hear his American accent though. I don't. I have never heard it. Yeah. So it's gotta be. It's gotta be good. I want to hear him say "bub" instead of "bruv." Right, Bob is important. Come on, yeah. bruv. I hope the whole time it's the same Bob. He just says bruv. He's gonna have the gruff, you know. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, and and funny enough, I, I, I there was a throwaway joke, the Glenn Danzig thing, but he was actually offered the role of Wolverine was in the really? first X Men movie, and he turned it down. But there's a world, there's a multiverse. In which Glenn Danzig was Wolverine in the X Men. This That's may be unpopular, but I don't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He's too tall. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not fucking Wolverine like at all. Like he's yeah, not he's, what Wolverine should be. <laughs> but that Logan movie redeemed the whole. I, well, I, yeah, the story of fantastic. the movie, but like, like he was just so miscast, and so was the uh, fucking Anna Paquin for Rogue. Like that is not who Rogue should be. Sure. Rogue yeah. wasn't a little girl. Rogue was never a fucking little girl. She was always a fucking like Mississippi fucking like badass woman. She because well, they 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 just combined Rogue with Jubilee and made that character. pretty much because like I, I there's no point in any of the comics where Rogue's a fucking little girl who's fucking sad. Rogue's a yeah. fucking she comes in with Gambit at, from the the, uh, the 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 thieves guild or the guild of thieves like. She comes in fucking fully grown and fucking badass. She's not a fucking little sad girl who fucking loves Wolverine. Like that is not part of fucking canon. And that pissed me off more than almost almost more than leaving Gambit out in the first place. Yeah, but you, you got to remember they're still wrestling at that point with how do we make these movies not seem silly? And it's like if we have this Southern Belle character with the big white stripe of hair and the fucking little leather jacket, who's badass you know, and almost killed Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and that would work now. Like yeah. now you could you could do that because there's a precedent. Oh, I really but, hope when we get Rogue in the MCU, she fucking drains Carol Danvers. Like I hope they fucking do that storyline because that's be how cool. she gets her fucking power. That's where she gets her strength and her ability to fly is that from draining cool. Carol Danvers and almost killing her. There's a there's yeah, a one of the cartoon episodes is about it. Yeah, sure, dude. But you know they didn't have the balls to even put them in fucking costumes back then. They're like, we gotta listen. Everybody yeah. liked the Matrix a lot. Let's just do that. Like, calm down. So. Yeah, I mean, they try to make Mystique into a fucking sex object, and she's not. <laughs> but, like, Rogue, who was always, like, her whole character was based around being seductive and sexy. <laughs> like, that's who yeah. her character is. And then they didn't. They made her, like, a girl who's fucking depressed and in love. Like, I, that, that pissed me off so much. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing X-Men the movie? They're, they're gonna, we're going to go oh, through the, X, the X-verse. Um, the X-verse. We are? We have to. Like, <laughs> look, we're going to do all the Marvels and Masterclasses. Like, you know, we'll go through the Sony Spider-Verse. I'm going to be 80. Uh, 
Jesus oh. Christ. We we need we need filler content anyways. Um, now when we start going into the random ass Marvel movies like the 1978 Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh my god. What a deep cut. Yeah, that that one really looks like it makes like a porn star of the entire movie. I'm willing to pick though we can't go through all of those. I'm willing to pick one of those as like, you know, every once in a while we'll do a, a bad movie on purpose. Yeah. You know, there are a few from my childhood, like that fucking Captain America movie was where he was wearing a motorcycle helmet the whole time. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. That was, was it the nineteen forties one or the nineteen seventies one? No, that that came out in the eighties, I wanna say. Well, nineteen seventy nine was Captain America. Nineteen seventy nine also was Captain America two, Death Too Soon. Then okay, there was a nineteen ninety Captain America. With the with the better looking costume and red skull and all that. There's yeah. also a nineteen forty four Captain America. That's like a serial though, right? I think that one yeah, is the serial one, yeah. That had to be, yeah. And then we also have Spider-Man. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um we have a lot of movies we can do over the over the this time. Um there's Generation X from nineteen ninety six. That was a double feature with uh Nick Fury played by David Hasselhoff. Oh god, yeah, remember that? <laughs> Uh, so we do have a bunch of movies we can eventually do, but I, I do think after we do finish the MCU um, as master classes, we can either jump into the Sony Spider-Man movies or the X-Men MCU, the Fox or the Sony ones. Well, well we can decide that when we get to that point. We'll let Doug decide while he's listening to uh, hip hop yes. on Spotify and, and watching cartoons, watching cartoons yeah, <laughs> yep, and smoking a blunt, <laughs> smoking a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think once Doug does start smoking, like he'll he'll still go over there. <laughs> once I, I think Doug's a little past the peer pressure, guys. No, nah, it'll any, happen. Not nah, it, Joe. Please, it'll happen eventually. Please, no, it won't. Well, we won't be smoking, but you'll be eating the candies. No, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. I will never smoke pot. Yeah. I will never. I never. No, will. I won't either. Like that ain't my. I thing. never will. Like I just don't but, like the the whole sensation. And, uh, of that. yeah, I'm not saying that I wouldn't try an edible. But, yeah, yeah, that's uh, a whole different story. No. That's, that's a horse not, of a different color. Put it this way: I'm not actively going to purchase an edible to eat it. Someone would have to present it to me. Hey, no more. Come saying, up here, guys. Come up for a visit, and let's yeah. see what we can do. Or you come down here, and we go to Universal. <laughs> no, that's all right. oh, yeah. I need to sit in a dark room. And you want to really go to Jurassic Park? Man. Yeah, yeah. we'll go to Halloween Horror. Oh, speaking of which, we got to figure out Halloween Horror Nights here. Yeah, we do. We got to pick do. out a date and stuff. But yeah. if for some reason somebody does hand you something, and you're at Universal, and you actually hurt yourself, you can call one of our sponsors. <laughs> mo mo mo. Yes, indeed. Just call mo.com, Mo DeWitt. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Uh, if somebody steals your sling ring, you get hit in the face with a web, a lizard fucking whacks you with its tail, you get hit with a mechanical tentacle, a fucking pumpkin bomb explodes in your face and kills your aunt, just call Mo. Um, Mo also has some cool merchandise on the Just Call Mo website. Is it Mo- merchandise? Merchandise, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. The best merch that any uh, attorney in town has, or maybe the only merch. I don't know. <laughs> but it's yeah, uh, it could be, yeah, it could be. But it's it's uh, either cheap or free. Really cool stuff. High quality stuff too. Um, you know, so, uh, straw hats, tank tops. Like the summer of Mo is upon us, folks. So again, that's just call mo.com. Visit the site and call Mo if you are injured on the go. Do you think there's any chance we could talk Mo into making a lawyer, like a lawyer drama, like me novella with us? That would be fun. 
Yeah. Like he could be the the Harvey Specter in like a, <laughs> I mean one of us has to be Lewis. I'm just saying. Uh yeah, we'll draw for Lewis. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. And he could just every episode he could just say well, first you got to hand him a blue file and he'll look at it for half a second and instantly know what it says. Yep. Right? Yep, yep. And then he'll, he'll say, get him on the goddamn phone. <laughs> goddamn. Oh, you're going to love this. Right around season six or seven, there must have been a network change on that show because they <laughs> they now curse, whereas they didn't before. So now they're full motherfuckering on that show. <laughs> yes. Oh, so you mean they're not on USA anymore? No, no. Uh, they must have moved over to TNT or, yeah. or FX. Because I'm pretty sure the show started on mm-hmm. USA. Yeah, you can see the transition. Once, Which, like, once Lewis dropped that first What is a show F-bomb. that good fucking have any right to win on USA? It's not good, man. You No, but it is on- good. You are under the same spell that I am. I can't stop watching. It's like fucking crack, dude. It's so good though. But it's not good. It's 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 not good. <laughs> so Doug, you know start watching good, this show. You know who is no, I'm not watching that show either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know who is good though? Who? These fine people that nice. I'm gonna read a list of. Because these these folks, um, they're our Patreon members. They oh, yeah. give us money every month. We don't question it. We just appreciate it. And for that gift that they give us, we're going to give them the gift of reading their name right now. So we're going to start off with founding member, Miss Hannah Christ, who I'm seeing tomorrow, going to see my granddaughter. Nice. Who now calls me grandpa. No. To, yeah, today, she she because Hannah's up there already, she goes, I talk, to, talk to grandpa? Oh, that's so Hannah FaceTime, Hannah FaceTimed. And then while she's talking to me, she goes, Farmer? That's that's uh, grandma. That's Erica. Where's 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 Farmer? Well, she's working today. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is like it's getting crazy. Next, we have uh my good friend Mr. Peter Bianco. Next from the Tone Jerks Podcast, the second podcast in the Off the Rails podcast, Brian Gower. Our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well as the Sharing Maps podcast and energy weapon music, Mr. Willayu from the Signal Path Podcast, the Texas State Bible Chance Podcast, and the Texas Ice Temp 4 Podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. Shadow Band. <laughs> from the great state of Tennessee, Mr. Michael McVeigh. Go, Michael. From, I don't know where Michael Van Zandt's from, but Michael Van Zandt, one week. I wonder if he's from Jacksonville. Stories. Maybe. Because, like, but we're talking Ronnie what? Van Zandt and Johnny Van Zandt. Oh, there Zandt, you go. Yes. You know, like Leonard Skinner. Yes. Uh, Michael Van Zandt, yes. And last, but definitely not least, Mr. Hugh G-Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us for this uh, Master's Class edition of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I, I do like the alliteration in that. And, uh, you know, there's really only one thing left for us to do today. Lights. Camera. My fuck off is tingling. (laughs) Hey, guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. 
What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. Alright. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, just, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but I'll anyway. say for anything picks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The tier started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout-out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then, enjoy this week's movie.